are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. My daughter Annette is with me, and we're going to be talking about angels, some things out of the book on angels, you know. This book talks about good angels, bad angels, don't provoke your angel. I remember I was at John Osteen Church one time, and a lady said, if we provoke our angel, will we go to heaven? I said, have good news and bad news. You may go to heaven, all right, but you may go in the morning. <laughs> you don't want to do that. I want to read, first of all, a, a foundation scripture in Hebrews, the first chapter, where it's talking about angels, comparing the ministry of Jesus with the ministry of angels. Of course, it says in verse 13, But which of the angels said he at any time, Sit on my right hand till I make thine enemies thy footstool? He didn't say that to angels. He said that to Jesus. So Jesus has a greater ministry than angels. But then the next verse says, Are they not all ministering spirits? The angels are all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. Well, that's us, isn't it? It is. Then the next verse says, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we've heard, lest at any time we let them slip. And when you find the word therefore, find out what it's there for. It's because of the verse preceding. In other words, the subject matter is still talking about angels. And it says, For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression received a just recompense or reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Talking about deliverance that comes by the ministry of angels, not just being born again. That's all included in it, but the subject matter is deliverance by the ministry of angels. And thus don't let that slip from us because it's important to know that we have access to the ministry of angels. That's right, and we can study about angels from Genesis to Revelation. They're everywhere because they are fully involved in the ministry in the earth today. They were involved in the beginning, and they will be involved especially in end-time events. But what we as Christians need to focus on is that there is help available to us from the spiritual realm, from the ministry of angels. There have been many instances in my life where I have experienced deliverance by the hands and the ministry of angels. I remember one particular time that I was aware of an angel. I was about eight years old, and we lived in the house near England, Arkansas. And it was late at night. I had just gone to bed, and the door was cracked open, oh, just you know, a few inches to where there was some light coming into my bedroom. And as I was lying there at night, it felt like someone sat on the bed next to me and I could feel the pressure next to my leg. And so I was very sleepy and I thought it must be my mom or dad. So I opened my eyes just a little bit and I saw the outline or a form of someone sitting there on my bed. And there was such an overwhelming feeling of peace and just a very calmness, a feeling of safety. And so I just assumed it was my parents. I went back to sleep, but it was such an unusual feeling that the very next morning I asked my mom as I was eating breakfast. I said, Mom, did you come in last night and sit on my bed? She looked at me startled. She said, no, I didn't. So I thought, okay. So a little bit later that day, I asked my dad, I said, did you come in my room last night and sit on my bed? He said, no, I went to bed early. It wasn't me. 
And just like that, a light bulb went off that this must have been an angel. And I believe that that angel came and sat on my bed and imparted that peace at that period of time. No doubt about it. They're available in the earth today. I want to mention one of the incidents in the 24th chapter of Genesis where Abraham, it was time for him to send to get a wife for his son. You know, back in those days, the father picked the wife for the son. That wouldn't go too good today, would it? But (laughs) anyway, he's telling his servant, and he said to his servant in verse 7, The Lord God of heaven, which took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred, and which spake unto me, and that swear unto me, saying, Unto thy seed will I give this land. He shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. In other words, he sent him to his people. Now, was this just what he thought would happen? No, he knew that the angel would go before. And when he gets over there and talks to him about this woman that's going to be Isaac's wife, In verse 40 of the same chapter, it says, And he said unto me, he's telling what Abraham said, The Lord before whom I walk will send his angel before thee and prosper thy way, and thou shalt take a wife for my son from the kindred of my father's house. How did he know that? Evidently, Abraham knew some things about the ministry of angels that sometimes we've let it slip from us, you know. So many times people, they just get it when they read what happened in the Old Testament and the New Testament. And uh, because we don't see angels that much, people just assume they don't exist or that it was a figment of somebody's imagination. But you'll notice here that when he got there and said what he said, Verse 42 says, I came this day unto the well and said, O Lord God and my master Abraham, if now thou do prosper my way, <laughs> which I go. Uh, sound like getting in a little bit of unbelief, but Abraham had already spoken the word of faith. Behold, I stand by the well of the water, and it shall come to pass that when the virgin cometh forth to draw water, I say unto her, Give me, I pray thee, a little water and a pitcher to drink. And she say to me, Behold, drink thou, and I will draw for thy camels. Let the same be the woman whom the Lord hath appointed out for the master's son. And before I had done speaking in my heart, behold, Rebekah came forth and did exactly what he said. So he kind of put a fleece before the Lord or the angel on that. But uh, Abraham had already spoken the word of faith. And Abraham knew that it would happen. And he said it. And as we've talked before... Would the angel have gone before him if Abraham hadn't said that? If he hadn't declared that, the angel will go before you and he will prosper your way. Yeah, very emphatic about it because he's releasing faith in what he knows and what the Word says. There's a lot of things in the Scripture that if you study the Word, you know, Jesus said, if you continue in my Word, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So there's a lot of things that's revealed of our study of the Word of God that we assimilate knowledge. And sometimes we don't know how that we know certain things, but most time it's the Spirit of God revealing some things if we don't have exact word for it in the Scripture. But there's plenty of Scripture for this. Psalms 91 is one of the major scriptures that said a thousand shall fall by thy side ten thousand at thy right hand but it shall not come nigh thee in other words the Lord's given his angels charge over thee bear thee up in your hands lest you dash your foot against a stone so angelic protection and all these things are available today but 
it's like anything else in the scriptures in the Bible. You have to hear it. You have to believe it. You have to act on the word of God to see it come to pass. That's right. And when Psalm 91 says he will give his angels charge over you, they are there available at all times, and they will provide protection for you. I've studied recently in the book of Matthew, and if you read closely, you will find out that angels were very involved in the birth of Jesus and in his protection. In Matthew chapter 1, it says, of course, beginning in verse 18, it talks about the birth of Jesus. It says, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. So angels can appear not only in human form or appear as what we see as just shadowy outlines, but they can also appear to you in a dream at night. And so this angel appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Now later, after Jesus was born, in chapter 2, it says in verse 12 that those who presented the gifts to Jesus, the wise men, it says they were being warned of God in a dream to go a different way. So that's a second mention of a dream. Verse 13 of Matthew 2 says, And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeareth to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. So the angels worked with Joseph continually to keep Jesus safe until the time of his ministry. So it's pretty amazing all the different ways in which the angels have been manifest to protect Jesus and are also will manifest to protect us. The angels also can intervene in areas of spiritual warfare. Now, of course, you know, we've talked often that, and especially in this book, about good angels and bad angels, that there are those uh, fallen angels that are still operating as principalities, powers, and rulers of the darkness, as we read in Ephesians 6, and that we actually have help through the angelic realm in dealing with those things also as we speak God's Word. Yeah, no doubt about it. One of the amazing stories in the Bible is about the lepers sitting outside the gate, you know, and uh, Samaria had been besieged, and they uh, sitting out there. They couldn't get in. They wouldn't let them in because they were lepers. And they sat in there and they said, you know, we sat here, we're going to die. And inside the walls, they're starving to death in there. I mean, they're just really bad. Anyway, they said, let's go down to the enemy's camp. They got plenty of food down there. So they just decided we're going to die if we sit here. We'll go down to the enemy's camp. Now, they start down there. And when they get there, they find shoes and clothes and stuff that they strode. They heard the noise of chariots and all kinds of soldiers coming. Well, there's no doubt in my mind that this was a ministry of angels that caused all this commotion. And they took off running. They said, what's happened? They've got the other kings and they've got a big army and they're coming after us. 
Well, it wasn't but these four lepers sitting outside the <laughs> gate, you know, and they're walking down there. Now, who made all this noise in the desert mm -hmm. and all this sound? It was probably a battalion of angels marching. You know, Jesus said, I can pray and get 72,000 angels in one prayer. You know, we're joint heirs with Jesus. We get what he gets. So if Jesus could have got 72,000 angels, I don't know why we couldn't have access. Right. Okay. Well, today we have the book on angels. It's offer number 2511, and it's $7 plus $3 for shipping and handling. And this has uh, a little over 200 pages in it, and it's written by myself and my father. I think you'll find it a very interesting book. It's important to get this information because we've had so many people write and say, you know, after I found out about the ministry of angels, it was easier for me to believe for it. You know, you can't believe if you don't have knowledge of it. When people go through the scriptures, it kind of paints an image of the fact that they have angelic help when they need it. Also, I have a DVD that was recorded while we were teaching on the ministry of angels at a church. I was speaking on how to put your angels to work for you. And that is a single DVD. It's offer number 2704, and it's $12 plus $4 for the postage and handling. And our toll-free number is one 396 9400 Or you can go to our website and look at our bookstore at www.charlescaps.com. So those are our offers for the day. All right. Until tomorrow, this Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.